Coming up on Mayo Clinic Q&A. Multiple myeloma is a cancer of plasma cells. These plasma cells are found in the bone marrow and are an important part of the immune system, making antibodies that recognize and attack germs. Having multiple myeloma affects these cells by producing abnormal proteins that can cause complications. Today we'll look at the treatment options of multiple myeloma and how the development of immunotherapy is helping control the disease. We have some new agents that really help extend the amount of time that patients are able to live with multiple myeloma. And immunotherapy is really uh, one of the major backbone of now our current treatment for multiple myeloma. The way immunotherapy works is we're trying to use the patient's own immune system, uh, engage them or make them work stronger to fight off cancer. Welcome everyone to Mayo Clinic Q&A. I'm Dr. Helena Gazelka. Multiple myeloma is a cancer that forms in blood cells called plasma cells. Healthy plasma cells help the body fight infections by making antibodies that recognize and attack germs. In multiple myeloma, cancerous plasma cells accumulate in the bone marrow and crowd out the healthy blood cells. Immunotherapy, which uses the body's immune system to fight cancer, is a standard treatment option for those with multiple myeloma. March is Myeloma Awareness Month. Here with us to discuss is Mayo Clinic hematologist, Dr. Yi Lin. Welcome to the program, Yi. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Well, it's delightful to have you here today. Thanks so much for being here. Let's start with the basics for our listeners. What is multiple myeloma? I think you explained it really well. This is exactly how I would explain it to my patients. It is a cancer of a blood cell, a subgroup of white blood cells called plasma cells. They normally live in the bone marrow. We all have them. And each plasma cell, amazingly for its whole life, it's only going to make one type of protein or immunoglobulin. And we have lots of them in the bone marrow. So they make lots of different immunoglobulins to help us fight off things like infection. And for whatever reason, we think as part of the aging process, the wear and tear on the machineries, for some patients, a group of these plasma cells that makes one type of protein are no longer dying off when they should. And they're sticking around, they're growing in the bone marrow, sometimes outside the bone marrow as well. And they're making more of that type of protein that they're making. So we call that a monoclonal or one clone, one type of immunoglobulins, um, a monoclonal process. And the main treatment for it is to try to kill these plasma cells or myeloma cells that are no longer dying off on their own. So then what is immunotherapy? So immunotherapy is literally uh, the new kid on the block, if you will, and has a huge role in the treatment of multiple myeloma. Uh, I am probably dating myself a little bit uh, from when I was in medical school. Um, at that time, the treatment for multiple myeloma was pretty much chemotherapy, what we think about as traditional chemotherapy and stem cell transplant. Those were the only options for myeloma patients at that time. And so since then, we have 
some new agents that really help extend the amount of time that patients are able to live with multiple myeloma. And immunotherapy is really uh, one of the major backbone of now our current treatment for multiple myeloma. And so the uh, some of the Recent ones, for example, includes immunomodulatory drugs or IMIDs, and that was uh, started out with thalidomide. We now have kind of next generation IMIDs called lenalidomide, pomalidomide. These are all uh, pills you can take by mouth, and they are really used uh, along the treatment journey for the patients from the time of initial diagnosis to subsequent progression or relapse. We also have since then monoclonal antibody treatments. So these are again, drugs that can be given IV that target certain markers that can show up on plasma cells, sometimes not exclusively on plasma cells, but can be expressed on these plasma cells, including myeloma cells. And it's trying to engage the patient's own other immune cells to help engage and fight and kill these plasma cells. So there we have daratumumab and isatuximab that target CD38, that's just the name of the marker that's on these uh, white blood cells. And we also have elotuzumab that targets a different marker called CS1 that can also be seen on plasma cells. And again, these drugs are often given in combination, the imits, the antibodies, along with another class of drug called proteasome inhibitors. And these we consider as the main backbone of myeloma treatments. So Yi, how do you as a hematologist decide which of the immunotherapies to use for a, a certain patient? And so for these types of drugs, we really are using them from initial diagnosis and to subsequent relapse. Um, we think there is value in using three, even four drug combinations uh, to try to induce response. Now, of course, these are uh, conducting clinical trials, so there is some sequencing to it in terms of um, the likelihood of response. There is a little bit uh, as well in terms of uh, potential side effects and what patients are, are able to tolerate. And so there is a, a rational, somewhat, if you will, a rational sequencing um, of these drugs. Now, in general, the way that clinical trials are being done to investigate a, a new treatment modality is that we want to make sure patients have gone through known treatment that we know how well it would work before we consider something more investigational. So usually the uh, a, a new treatment will be first approved by FDA in later lines of treatment and then gets uh, and then be allowed to study in earlier and earlier lines of therapy, including upfront. Uh, one of the arguments for immunotherapy is because the way immunotherapy works is we're trying to use the patient's own immune system, uh, engage them or make them work stronger to fight off cancer from a biologic standpoint. It's, uh, these drugs may potentially work better earlier before the immune system might get too beat up by chemotherapies and other types of drugs. And so there's um, 
a lot of research about you know, how we can try to make sure we're most efficiently testing the use of drug in the, the most rational settings. Um, so in that context, we also have just in the last few years, some very exciting new advances as well for treatment for, for multiple myeloma. Um, we have really completely new modalities of treatment that's uh, FDA approved. So just last year, we had the first CAR-T that's uh, FDA approved to treat multiple myeloma. What in the world is that? <laughs> so CAR-T is a chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy is taking, in the, the current FDA approved form, is taking the patient's own T-cells so there's a different type of white blood cells. Often um, they would be circulating in the bloodstreams already, so we can take them from, from the patient's blood. And we'll be taking them to a lab and genetically changing those T cells so they express uh, a combination, we'll call chimeric, an artificial receptor that it would normally not express that really empowers that T cell to be able to recognize better a marker that's on these plasma cells or myeloma cells and becomes more automatically activated to kill these myeloma cells when it recognizes those receptors. So that's conceptually how CAR T cells work. That's fascinating. It's a little bit like science fiction. Sometimes I try to explain it like it's like, and, and I have a son, so <laughs> for that in context, I explain to patients, uh, it's like robocops, you know, your T-cell, their normal job is to try to kill foreign <laughs> things, you know, like infection, like cancer cells. But by the time we find myeloma cells in the body, it means that the myeloma cells have figured out ways to try to outsmart the T-cells, have figured out ways to live in the T, you know, despite having T-cells around, their own T-cells aren't able to kill the myeloma cells as well. And so we're trying to, in the lab, genetically modifying right, these T cells to be stronger and be able to recognize them better and, and fight them better. So it's a little bit like, you know, super cop, super robot cop. <laughs> now I'm going to date myself because what it makes me think about is Pac-Man games from my childhood. <laughs> are there some patients, like yeah, are there some patients for whom immunotherapy is not an option? So generally, we do think, for example, the emits and the monoclonal antibodies that I have talked about, uh, we do try to use them in uh, most settings for our patients. You know, I think as long as they are uh, well enough, strong enough to get some type of treatment, there will be some role to use these drugs. It's a matter of, you know, what combination, what dosing, what frequency to balance the, the treatment for myeloma and the side effects. CAR-T is a little different from a patient experience, patient journey perspective. It's more complex. Uh, in some ways, it mirrors stem cell transplant, even though the technology, you know, treatment, there are aspects that are different. Um, but it mirrors that in the sense that CAR-T is not available at all uh, oncology, hematology practices uh, right now because of the logistics and the specialized expertise that needed to 
give the treatment to monitor and manage the side effects, particularly the immediate side effect in the first months of the cells being very active and trying to kill the myeloma cells. Those are only available as specialized treatment centers. So they're somewhere over 100 treatment centers in the US that are accredited and certified to give these treatments. So the patient have to be able to travel to those centers uh, in order to get the treatment. The patient does need to be uh, healthier in some aspect to be able to withstand some of the effect, side effects, if you will, uh, of the CAR-T treatment. So there's a lot of evaluation and assessment involved to find which patient uh, could benefit from, from the treatment. So there are some limitations uh, in you know, who might be able to get CAR-T therapy. And so I could ask, do you do um, virtual consultations for patients or do they typically come here for a consultation to be considered for therapy? Yeah, so uh, to, be, to know for sure if a patient can definitively go on to get the treatment, that will require an on-site to face-to-face -face visit and not only with uh, one of the myeloma specialists who are trained to give CAR-T therapy, but with a number of other specialists, uh, including neurologists, cardiologists, sometimes infectious disease doctors, to really evaluate the patient, right, as a whole person to make sure uh, we are uh, comprehensively assessing all potential risks. However, during you know, the COVID pandemic era, uh, given the, we have to balance the risk of, you know, travel and potential exposures. Uh, we, I really think, you know, that became an opportunity for us to see how we can advance uh, telemedicine, virtual visits to be able to help more patients, right? And so we do um, offer right now initial virtual visit for patients where um, we're not 100% sure if uh, that is the right fit or there's a little bit more complexity to the patient's uh, prior medical history, treatment history. And so that virtual visit is helpful. It's a two-way street, right, for the patients to think already ahead of time before they come to Mayo Clinic or one of the treatment centers to understand what's involved and think through uh, how they can coordinate some of those aspects of their care and for the providers to already have some uh, better grasp of the patient situation and be able to pre-schedule certain things uh, so that when they do arrive at the treatment center, it's a more streamlined visit. So we are finding that uh, having a virtual visit in some situations uh, can be very helpful uh, to facilitate uh, that. And, and occasionally it may be the virtual visit we may identify. The patient may not be the best candidate for the treatment, save them a visit, and offer some recommendations for treatment that you know, they can get at home. Thinking about immunotherapy, seeing what is Mayo Clinic's approach to the use of these therapies in treating multiple myeloma? So this is a very fast moving field, right? And what we're always trying to strive toward is, can we find a cure? You know, can we confidently say a cure? And in myeloma, it's, it's been, challenging. I think we have treatments that are uh, demonstrating longer and longer 
um, periods of remission where we can't find multiple myeloma by the available clinical test in their bone marrow, in the blood, in the body, you know, by scan, which is great. But we're still a little bit like, well, you know, this may still come back and we need to watch, we need to see, you know, what additional treatment we may have. And what we always want to strive towards is the treatment that we think can offer the longest period of remission, but balancing that with um, side effects that you know, can be reversible, can be manageable, because we want to keep the patients not only living as long as they can with multiple myeloma, hopefully with you know, a lot of this myeloma-free period, but also it's important is it's quality of life, right? If right now we don't have a treatment where we can guarantee that the myeloma would never come back, we wanna make sure that the time they have are the time that they can do what they want with their life, the, you know, the, 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 the activity that are important to them, and um, so it's recognizing the potential side effect. It's very, very key to part of that. Now, we are also a CAR-T treatment center. We are a transplant center. And so, um, you know, I personally do believe in, in the powers of these technologies. And I think we're just beginning to see you know, what CAR-T can do. There's a lot of uh, clinical trials, uh, innovations in research and to try to advance this technology. And so um, whenever a patient that we think is fit enough uh, to potentially get CAR-T, it is something that uh, we would preferentially consider because this is the only treatment right now that we have in multiple myeloma that is the way that is approved by FDA is a one-time treatment. We give them the cells as a one-time infusion. And if they are in response, we give no other treatment. We just monitor. There is no maintenance therapy. There's, there's no other drug that's given as long as they are in response from CAR-T. Everything else that I just talked about, whether it's chemotherapy, the imids, the antibodies, those are given continuously in some fashion until the patients progress. And so I have personally have heard from patients uh, you know, who did respond to CAR-T treatment tell me this is the best they felt. Um, it, it, they're now remembering what it's like before they were diagnosed with myeloma. And so that quality of life, right, is not trivial. Sometimes the patients get nervous because, you know, CAR-T right now is offered as uh, in the relapse setting after they've already had at least four lines of treatment. So uh, up until then, they were used to, okay, you know, every week I may need to come into a chemotherapy unit. Every month I need to see my doctor. And once we tell them, you're good, we'll see you in three months just for testing. There's no treatment we're giving you. They're a little bit like, oh my gosh, what would I do right? with, my, with my time? I can go to my lake cabin. And, and um, that, that's a great thing to see. And that's you know, not trivial, I think, in terms of the benefit that this treatment could offer. That is very exciting. I'm wondering, is Mayo Clinic conducting um, clinical trials a of immunotherapies and multiple myeloma and other yeah, research that's not absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know we really do believe clinical trial is what's needed to to 
advanced, right, the treatment options we, we have for our patients. So in addition to the FDA-approved treatment um, that needs to be given at specialized centers that we offer, we do have clinical trials with uh, in CAR-T, in bispecific antibody, which I'll touch on next as the next new treatment modality that we are very excited uh, awaiting FDA review uh, later this year. Um, but also, you know, with uh, now there's kind of new generations of antibody therapies, novel combination therapies, targeted therapies. Um, we, we do think, and, and oftentimes, you know, once the patients have gone through these approved treatment, uh, it's the, the clinical trials are, you know, what may potentially offer them additional um, response, right? The additional time that they may have um, with their family and, and, and loved ones. So we are uh, definitely very excited to be able to offer a lot of these uh, novel clinical trials to our patients. And so what I was alluding to next was um, there is another new class of treatment that we, we've been offering clinical trials uh, to our patients. And we're anticipating the first drug of this kind uh, is will be reviewed by FDA for potentially as an approved treatment later this year, and that's called bispecific antibody. So what I mentioned earlier, we have the monoclonal uh, antibody, uh, the, the daratumumab, isatuximab, elotuzumab. Those are an antibody that just target one marker. And the bispecific by two, it's exactly as the name implies, is targeting two markers. So one of the marker it targets would be a marker that's on a myeloma cell. And then the other target is on a T cell. That's the most common one that's being studied. There are tri-specific, so three targets in clinical trial testing that try and engage T cells, sometimes T cells and NK cells. So these are all white blood cells that can potentially kill right, uh, myeloma cells. And so CAR-T is, we try to take the patient's own T-cells out of their body, do the genetic engineering to make the T-cells work stronger, and then put it back in the patient. You can imagine that, that, that manufacturing time, that genetic modification time, that on average takes about a month. And so not all patients can wait a month to get their own genetically engineered T-cells back, right? And so the bispecific antibody is again, it's an off-the-shelf drug. So it's trying to say, hey, you know, maybe in some patients their T cells are gonna work well enough without having to do the genetic engineering. Can we simply use this drug to bring the T cell, the patient's own T cells that's already in their body, we're not doing any fancy genetic engineering, we're just trying to bring the T cell closer to the myeloma cells with this bispecific antibody. So it is still more like the, all the other drugs we have on myeloma. It can be given IV or as an injection under the skin. There's been a lot of technology advances to enable us to give it once a week or once every two weeks or once every three weeks, depending on you know, which drug that's, that's in testing. It does need to be given kind of continuously until it stops working. Uh, but the advantage to that is you know, there's no wait time for the patients. There's also no need to give some chemotherapy to prepare the patients uh, to you know, receive the cells. And so for, for some patients, that may 
be a very good choice. And we are seeing some very exciting clinical responses in clinical trials. So, um, you know, I think this may be a, an approved treatment in, in the very close future for our patients as well. What fascinating information. Thank you for being here to share this, Yi. No, absolutely. Um, very excited uh, to just even in uh, my time, right? And I don't have as many gray hairs as uh, many of the, the my colleagues in our group, but just to see even in, in you know, my time on staff at Mayo that we have so many new options uh, for our patients and, and uh, very, very honored to be part of the, the myeloma group to continue to do these clinical trials and hopefully offer even more treatments for our patients in, in the future. And we are so grateful for the work that you are doing. Thank you so much. Our thanks to Dr. Yi Lin, hematologist at Mayo Clinic, for being here with us to discuss therapies for multiple myeloma. March is Myeloma Awareness Month, and I hope that you learned something today. I know that I did. We wish you each a wonderful day. Mayo Clinic Q&A is a production of the Mayo Clinic News Network and is available wherever you get and subscribe to your favorite podcasts. To see a list of all Mayo Clinic podcasts, visit newsnetwork.mayoclinic.org. Then click on podcasts. Thanks for listening and be well. We hope you'll offer a review of this and other episodes when the option is available. Comments and questions can also be sent to Mayo Clinic News Network at mayo.edu.